Welcome to the Women Winning at Weight Loss podcast. Have you found yourself trapped on the weight loss journey, losing and regaining the same 20 pounds? Are you tired of starving yourself, eating less calories than your toddler, and making the gym your second home is just not an option? Then you're in the right place. Hi, I'm Anna J. Fit, weight loss and mental fitness coach, and in this podcast, I'll teach you exactly what to do to lose the weight sustainably and never gain it back. Let's dive in. What's going on, my amazing, incredible, beautiful listeners? Y'all are loyal, amazing. Keep the incredible feedback coming. A lot of y'all have been taking the time to tag me on Instagram, on Facebook. I've been getting messages uh, in the DMs from a lot of you listening. And it's so beautiful for me. It's so fulfilling to actually be able to see who my listeners are, right? So when y'all, like, I've had some random followers and I'm like, hey, thanks for the follow. I really appreciate that. That that just made my day. And then y'all say, oh yeah, I've been listening to your podcast for a while. Oh my God, episode X, blah, 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 was so amazing. And I'm like, really? Hi. And then I get to go through y'all's profiles and see pictures. And I'm like, wow, next time I'm recording an episode, like I'm going to think about her. So all of you ladies who have taken the time to reach out to me and just give me that positive feedback, I just thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Because listen, think about this. What if I just showed up every single week and recorded episodes, took the time to sit here, speak into my mic with all this amazing ass information and no one ever showed up to listen? Like it would be just like a, like a wealth of information, right? And, and just empowering episodes that would just basically would be going nowhere and would be recorded for nothing. So I thank y'all so much for showing up and for supporting every single week. Y'all are amazing. Ladies, definitely go follow me. Go find me on Instagram at Anna underscore J Fit. Okay. Find me on Instagram, follow me, send me a DM, tag me in your stories, share the podcast. Make sure that you are taking the time to give me a five-star rating, whether you're listening to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. Listen, I'm growing my podcast and my show solely organically. There's no ads or anything like that involved. So I am heavily relying on all of you ladies listening. If you are getting value and you feel like this is making a difference in your life, then my request to you is to make sure that you're sharing it. Make sure that you're leaving reviews, five-star ratings, yes. And that you continue to share with your friends, your colleagues, right? All of the above. So what I want to talk about today is overcoming the fear, overcoming the, the gym fear, the gym anxiety, okay? Even if at this particular moment, you are not interested in or you are not working out in the gym and you do not foresee that changing right now. You're working out at home. That's great. You work out outside, whatever. Do you? I still firmly believe that this episode is going to be filled with value for you because here's the deal, my dear. You may change your mind. And this is such a common thing that I see is that the more we build up our strength, the more we crush goals, the more comfortable we start becoming with consistently working out, right? Like the art of working out at this point, then it starts to 
at some point push us to the next level. And for a lot of women on this journey, including myself, that also means at some point transitioning into the gym. The other thing is that right now this is working for you because this is the season and the chapter that you're in. But the reality is that we transition from one chapter to the next, from one season to the next, right? Just like literally the seasons. Right now it's fall. It'll be winter next. So it is very common and very likely that at some point you are no longer going to feel fulfilled or you may become distracted or you have a job situation change, right? Whatever. And then in that next season, that next chapter of your life, it may make a lot more sense for you to transition into the gym. For those ladies who are listening and you are currently uh, desiring to get into the gym consistently, maybe the consistency is not there, or you just have been shying away from working out altogether because you've been so afraid, so anxious to get back into the gym. If you're that person, if you're that woman that is afraid of getting into the gym and be consistent and nail your workout regimen, if you're that woman that is sitting at home and it's like, damn it, I do not fucking feel like working out at home anymore, but I'm also not going to work out in the gym because I'm scared. This episode is for you. Let me tell you, this is going to be so transparent. Are y'all ready for this? Because I'm going to be going all in with just like opening up this entire book that I am. And y'all know I don't like to hide anything. I like to be open and transparent and honest about my own journey, my battles, my demons, all of it. So the reason why I wanted to address this topic is because I've been spending obviously a lot of time in the DM, sending voice notes to a lot of a lot of you ladies, a lot of followers, friends, et cetera, who are inquiring about my services, who are struggling with their journeys. And one of the themes that I've been seeing across the board as a collective is I, I'm, just, I'm just too afraid to get into the gym. I feel like my fear, my anxiety, or the intimidation that I feel around the gym is certainly holding me back on my journey. And because I've been hearing that so much lately, that's what triggered me to actually record an entire episode about this and give y'all literally eight things to do that are going to absolutely help you overcome this fear, this anxiety. I mean, after these, I'm done with listing all these eight, three, eight things and breaking them down for you. You probably going to grab your gym bag. You're going to get nice and cute and shit. And you're going to go sign up for a gym membership or you're going to run to your gym. The one that you've been paying for and haven't fucking been going to. Yeah, that one. You know what I'm talking about. You know who you are. You know who you are. So the, the second reason as to why I want to address this is because I want all of you to know that I have the same struggle. I am facing the same fear, the same intimidation, the same, um, yeah, the same anxiety around getting back into the gym. So let me backtrack for a second. Before COVID, oh my God, it's crazy because like it seems like most of these conversations start with exactly that sentence. Before COVID, right. <laughs> so before COVID, I was an avid gym goer. Like at the very beginning of my weight loss journey of me embarking on this journey officially and seriously, it started off with me only working out at home. And that was my path. And it was because I felt, just being honest, I felt fat. I felt disgusting. I felt super like self, self-conscious, right? I was anxious about the way I looked. And I was hiding behind oversized hoodies and yoga pants and whatever. And the last thing I wanted to do was look cute or be seen by anyone. So it made sense for me because I was feeling so bad about myself. It made sense for me to strictly stick with home workouts. What happened is that natural transition that I see with so many women, it happened for me too. 
after a while of proving to myself that I could be consistent with some form of a workout program, some form of a workout regimen at home, and I started to feel like, oh, I'm building up some endurance, I'm building up some strength, I'm becoming like more tolerant to these things, and I started to feel more confident. My confidence grew the more I was being consistent with it. And the next logical step for me was, uh, at some point, you know, I'm going to have to take this to the next level. And I think that I want to be more serious about this. Um, and I want to go into the gym. And that's basically what happened. Once I got into the gym, I started off with group fitness classes because I didn't have the knowledge. I didn't have the guidance. I didn't know what to do in terms of machines. I was going in there completely lost. So my, my, my mission, my, my model here um, was literally, I'm going to go find a gym and sign up strictly to go take group fitness classes because then there's going to be an instructor. There's going to be an expert at the front of this room who's going to direct me, guide me, correct my form, tell me what to do, how to do it. And I, then I'm not going to have to worry about being intimidated or worried about people looking at me, me making a fool out of myself on the gym floor or the equipment that I don't know how to use. Can y'all relate to that? Can you relate to that? Because, I mean, that's just my story, right? So fast forward, I uh, quote unquote graduated from the group fitness classes and went to the next level, et cetera, et cetera. And I just kept going. And so for literally, like, I want to say over six years straight, my temple, my safe space, my happy place, right? Like my, my therapy was in the gym. I was lit. My, the gym was my second home. I didn't even give a damn what gym it was. I had several gym memberships over the years. And sometimes I would just like flip between one gym and the other um, and things like that. So literally an avid gym goer. And that was literally my happy place, my favorite place to be. Not the club, not the bar, not the restaurant, not my homie's house. Nope. That's where I wanted to be at the gym anytime I got a chance. When COVID hit, and I'm sure that you can relate to this as well because it's literally hit everybody the same for the most part. I obviously became a victim of the circumstances just like the entire globe and the gym was no longer accessible. So the gym shut down, they closed down, done, over with, right? And the reality is that for me, I was a step ahead from most people because I had built up a home gym. So once I'm, I bought my, I upgraded, I bought a bigger house. I wanted to have that garage because I didn't have a garage with my previous house. And I had that vision of building my home gym, my home studio. But it wasn't necessarily because I had plans of eventually shifting to only working out from home. For me, it was, I needed to have that studio and that gym in my house with the equipment available because being a single mom of young children, I always thought, hey, I need to have a plan B. Like if I can't get to the gym, if there are days where it's raining, it's hailing, it's whatever. If there are days where, you know, I'm not able to go in the mornings because of the schedule with my kids, things like that. So I was thinking in those terms, hey, I need to always have a plan B. And I personally came from a two bedroom townhouse with my kids where I had a little tiny workout space, like somewhere in the corner between the living room and the dining room. Right. And don't get me wrong. If you don't have more space than that, then you got to make do with what you've got, right? But seeing that I had the opportunity to upgrade, I was put in a position where thankfully, gratefully blessed to be able to purchase a bigger home that had a garage. For me, it was the logical next step. That garage is going to be my gym. 
because now I no longer have to squeeze in like a bench and, you know, a couple of weights and things like that between my living room and my dining room. Now I'm literally going to have an entire space that is dedicated solely to my workouts. And so I was still going to the gym and everything, but I did do workouts here and there in my home gym. And it felt really good because I had the dedicated space. When, so when COVID hit and the gym was no longer accessible to me, well, then, and if you listen to one of my previous episodes, then you know that one of my coping mechanisms and coping strategies during COVID was, hey, I just need a reason to get out of my damn house. I can't stand these four walls anymore. And then I would go run outside, right? But aside from that, I also continued to crush my workouts. And I actually, over time, became a very antisocial person. Like, I'm just being real. Through COVID, like before COVID, I was a social butterfly. I never pictured for a second sitting alone with me, myself, and I with myself. Nope. And it's not healthy, but I was definitely running from my problems. I was running from myself. I was running from my demons. And the way that I was running from that was always being in the, in the gym, coping, right? Um, always being around people, always having conversations, just constantly being stimulated by the outside world, basically. Never home on weekends, always traveling. Never, I never sat still. I was only at home literally to go to sleep. When COVID hit, it was like a drastic lifestyle change. No more working outside of home. Now you're working at home. No more kids being out of the home, going to school and daycare. Now, boom, you're at home with your ass too, right? No more going out there and socializing and having fun with your friends and going to the club and the bars and everything else. Yes, I definitely was living it up before COVID, no lie. No more traveling to the beach over here two hours ago. And then, I mean, two hours over here to the beach and then go to Atlanta and then go to Columbia and then go to Charleston too and then do this. Oh no, honey, you're going to be sitting in this house and you're going to be facing your demons and your battles and you're going to have nowhere to go. That's literally what my experience with, with, with COVID. And I'm quite grateful that I was put in that position. I'm not grateful necessarily for COVID nor the havoc that it, it, you know, it caused on so many lives and so many families that I'm not saying that in the economy, but ultimately it forced me into a corner that I needed to be forced into. And so I became antisocial over time and didn't really realize it until the world opened, really opened back up. I no longer was accustomed to going into public spaces. I despised and avoided all crowds, even after, you know, the, the scare, the major scares and fears or whatever around COVID kind of disappeared to the point where I remember coming out of COVID and going into the, the grocery store for the first time because I used to do Instacart, get my groceries delivered home. I went into a grocery store that I would have gone to a million times before COVID, no problem. And I had a full blown fucking panic attack as I walked into the store because the size, humongous, if y'all are listening from anywhere outside of the U.S., you can't relate. But grocery stores in America, they're like, I don't know, fucking apartment buildings. It's ridiculous. All these aisles, all these lights, bright lights, all these people, it, the buggies moving, all the sounds, all the people talking too much. Had a whole panic attack. And getting back in, into the gym was not on my radar. I was like, well, I've learned how to work out at home. I've developed a really great regimen. When it comes to my home workouts, I don't need to get back into the gym. Never thought I'd see the day where I'm actually satisfied, happy, feeling fulfilled and, and happy, healthy and whole without going to the gym, without teaching classes and all that good stuff. But here I was, right? 
like two plus years into into COVID and this now post-COVID world, here I am, accustomed to not being around people, avoiding crowds, not desiring to be around any crowds, feeling anxious and a little bit panicked as soon as there's too many people around me where I'm going into places that are a little bit too busy, too noisy. And the gym was one of those places. I'm sharing this with all of you transparently and openly because I want you to understand that, yes, I am a fitness professional. Yes, I've been in the industry for over a decade. Yes, I change lives on the daily. And I also have anxieties, fears. I face issues, obstacles, problems that I also did not expect to ever have to deal with. But I want you to know this about me so that it's allow, it kind of allows you to embrace, acknowledge, and accept that there's room for you to have those fears too. Like, think about it like, hey, shit, if Anna J fit after three years, you know, from 2020 to 2023, transitioned to solely working out from home to the point where she started to develop gym anxiety, the fear of getting back into the gym, just like the average woman out here, just like me, just like you, just like her, then I feel like it's going to alleviate you some. I feel like it's going to make this journey a little bit lighter for you to understand that, hey, there's a whole fucking fitness professional with God knows how many followers and friends and clients and everything else. I got a whole empire up in here, but she got fears just like me, right? I want you to know that. I want you to feel that. I hope that this touches you deeply and that it makes your journey a little bit easier. So let's talk about how did I overcome my gym anxiety? How did I overcome my own gym fear? And I was a little bit embarrassed at the beginning that I was even feeling that way. I was a little bit embarrassed and feeling like, damn, I can never tell nobody that I'm feeling this way. What the fuck? I'm literally scared to go into the gym. I am literally walking in there trembling, intimidated as fuck. I'm literally over there looking at all these dudes on the weight machines and shit on the floor, occupying all the free weights. And I'm like, damn, that never used to scare me. What's wrong with me? And now we are in October 2023. And I'll say that it's literally taken me, it's literally taken me approximately the last six months to get, finally get back to a place where I feel like I walk into the gym and I own that bitch. That's how I feel now, right? Like six months into my journey of transitioning back into the gym. Mind you, the same gym, the exact same gym that I taught Zumba in for 10 years and went back to teaching Zumba at that gym just, I guess, not even six months ago, right? So just so you know, it's not like a new gym. It's not a new environment. It's the same environment that I've been in for the last decade. No lie. Just now, come October, six months into this transition, I feel like I fucking own the gym. I'm a badass when I walk in there. I ain't scared of shit. I ain't scared of nobody. I own every piece of equipment. It's mine. It got its name. It got my name on it. And I am not feeling any type of anxiety. At this point, I'm pushing motherfuckers out the way. I'm good. This is my home, right? And that's the attitude that, that for those of you that have the desire to get into the gym, for those of you that are feeling restricted and limited because you're feeling that way, that's the attitude I wish on you. Seriously, go in there and be like, I'm a bad bitch. So how do we do that? How did I get to that? Great question. Glad you asked. By the way, before I dive into these eight strategies that I utilize to get over that, I want to remind you, ladies, 
Very important announcement. I'm running a free five-day challenge at the beginning of next month, at the beginning of November. And it's going to be all about the strategies to eliminate your stubborn belly fat permanently for good and help you lose at least 20, 25 plus pounds. Especially if you are a busy career woman, you don't have a lot of time, you don't have a lot of energy, you need some simple strategies and it needs to be sustainable as fuck, right? You're a busy ass working mother and you are limited when it comes to energy, to time, all of it. You need simplicity, sustainability, and you need to get rid of that damn stubborn belly fat. You want to take back control over your health. You want to get your confidence and your sexy back. You know you deserve to live in this body that you have in your head and in your mind. You know you deserve to go back to being who, who you were, who you felt like, right? You know this is your time. Then this is the challenge for you. So in order to not miss a damn beat, I don't want you to skip a beat. I don't want you to skip to miss this opportunity. Join my free Facebook community. Just search on Facebook, but I'm also going to add the link in the show notes for you just to make it simpler. But it's called the Women Winning at Weight Loss. Huh. Is that a coincidence? Probably not. Same name as the podcast. Search the Women Winning at Weight Loss on Facebook. Join the free community. We're 2,200 ladies deep in there, and I want you to join. I haven't announced anything inside of the community yet, but you're going to get a head start by listening to this episode and get in there ASAP. It's going to be so lit. It's going to be fire. You're going to be set up for success. It's going to be an amazing experience. And I want you to benefit from that experience. So strategy number one, to overcome your gym anxiety and your gym fear and go into the gym and make it your bitch. That's literally like, I'm about to make a real and I'm going to say that, how to make the gym your bitch. But <laughs> number one, go- Pick off peak hours. I call these dead times. Like the times where I walk into the gym and I'm like, damn, it's dead. Ain't nobody in here. Ain't nobody in this motherfucker. Where y'all at? Oh, everybody slacking on their goals, huh? I mean, not really. But that, those are the things I tell myself. Facts are some people just at work. Some people picking up kids. Some people are at practice. Some people doing whatever. But that's strategy number one. Of course. If um, there is no possibility for you to make that happen because you're always, you know, working at um, during off peak hours or during dead times. And the only times you can go to the gym is like 6 a.m. or 5.30 p.m. I totally understand where you're coming from. However, you most likely have a day off, whether it's a Saturday, whether it's a Sunday, whether it's a Wednesday, you have a day off, ladies. So be flexible. Work with me here. Meet me halfway. You have the ability somewhere in there to pick a day where you purposefully go to the gym at a dead ass hour, okay? So what type of times am I talking about? Well, for example, on weekdays, in the middle of a weekday, 10.30 a.m., ain't nobody at the gym. Like that 10 to 11, sweet spot. After like between 11 and one, it gets a little bit busier because people are trying to get it in during their lunch break. But that... That I'd even say 9.30. Like 9.30 to 11, man, make the gym your bitch because there's nobody in there. Other peak, uh, off-peak hours, other dead times that work really great, weekdays after 1.30-ish. There is nobody in the gym, seriously, around 1.30 all the way to 3. 1.30 to 3, 3.30, literally, it's fucking dead. So random ass, 
window in the morning, random ass window in the afternoon where there's no one, there's no traffic at the gym. Okay. Um, Other times that I have experienced the gym being really dead is Sunday morning. So Sunday morning, like the nine to 12, because at least in the US, so many people are at a church. The other reason why people are not at the gym on a Sunday morning is because that is typically the family day, the rest day, the sleeping day, right? So kind of to give y'all some examples, some things to navigate with. The, uh, the days of the week, if we want to look at days of the week that are the deadest, where there's the least amount of traffic in the gym, uh, you're looking at Thursday and Friday. Thursday and Friday, it kind of almost doesn't even matter what time you pick. Ain't nobody, there's no soul in the gym. It's dead. So you want to avoid Mondays altogether because Monday is the day where everyone's coming through, coming out of the weekend. They ate like shit. They feel like shit. They're like, oh, I got to get serious. All right. And then they're all at the gym. So Monday is the busiest gym day, period. So anywhere Tuesday through Sunday, pick those off peak hours. Like I told you, the random hours in the morning between like 9.30 and 11 or even 9, kind of depends on the area that you're in. And then the random, that random block of time in the afternoon, which is like 1.30 to 3, 3.30, right? Nobody's in there. Avoid Mondays altogether. And then the Sunday morning is usually so dead in the gym, right? Sunday afternoons are typically a little bit busier. And then Saturday mornings are busy peak times. So like a Saturday afternoon, a Saturday evening, uh, ain't nobody going to be in there. So that's strategy number one. Go to the gym at dead ass times, like random ass times where people do not go to the gym because that's going to make it a lot less intimidating because you're not really going to have to worry about a lot of people, a lot of eyes on you, a lot of faces, people that speak to you. You don't have to worry about none of that because there's nobody in there, right? This is going to be a great opportunity for you to go in there and get acquainted with the space, acquainted with the equipment, maybe test out a machine or two that you've been afraid to test out when the gym is packed, right? Like for example, the cable machine, that shit has always intimidated me. So I will go play and test out the cable machine and practice doing exercises on the cable machine purposefully on days and times where I know no one's going to be in there. None of these dudes are in there hogging the damn cable machine, right? And that really helped me boost my confidence and feel comfortable to the point where even if the gym is full now, I'm going to go to the, I'm going to make myself, I'm going to make my way over to the cable machine just fine. So that's strategy number one. Strategy number two is grab a friend. Okay. So you don't need an accountability partner. I'm not telling you that. You don't need to go hire somebody. I'm not telling you that either. Just grab somebody, grab a body (laughs) for real. This can be a coworker. Go and tell your coworker who maybe is talking about getting into the gym too, or go find somebody in your circle who is already going to the gym, right? Let them know, hey, I know you've been going to this gym. You know, I've really been intimidated and anxious about getting back into the gym. It's been so long, whatever the case may be. Do What time do you go? Or what days do you go? Would it be possible for me to go to the gym with you or we go together just so I can get acclimated and feel comfortable again in this space? Maybe just like two weeks in a row. Because honestly, you're not going to need much. You just need a couple of sessions with somebody that you feel comfortable with and you trust. And then you're going to feel like, oh, I'm good. That's all it takes. So grab a friend, grab a family member, grab a, a, a church member, right? grab a neighbor, grab somebody at work. It doesn't matter. Find a person. And here's a disclaimer. Be okay with being vulnerable. Like be okay with telling somebody, 
hey, I'm super intimidated and anxious and I don't really want to go to the gym by myself yet until I get comfortable. Can you help me? Be vulnerable. Be okay with being vulnerable. Worst thing a person can do is no, fuck you. I'm not doing that. That's the worst thing. And then in that case, you can go find yourself another friend. Strategy number three, start slowly. So for me, six months ago, or these last couple of months of me transitioning back into getting back into the gym and getting back comfortable with it and overcoming my fear, my anxiety, the intimidation, what I started doing was, let me just get on this treadmill, right? Let me just get on the most basic piece of equipment in this entire gym because I, I didn't even know how to operate the, uh, I don't even know how to operate the cardio equipment in that gym because I never did that before. So I was like, I mean, I know how to use a treadmill. That's going to be really simplistic. Let's go. Literally made up my mind before I went there. I'm going to start off slow. I'm going to do the most basic ass shit just to get comfortable, just to get acclimated. So that's literally what I did. First couple of times that I went back into the gym, I would walk straight to the fucking treadmill, get on there, mind my business and do what I needed to do. Start off slowly. Take the major ass expectations off your plate and just do some basic shit. Not in an effort to be like, oh my God, this is going to help me lose weight or what? No, it ain't about that right now. It's just about you overcoming your fear and your anxiety. Start off slowly. Pick the easiest piece of equipment. Maybe even say, hey, I'm just going in there for 10 minutes. You don't have to start off and get into the gym and force yourself to be there for an hour and feel uncomfortable as fuck and have like sweaty palms and you can't breathe right because you're so anxious. It ain't worth it. Start off slow. That's strategy number three. I literally had to ease myself into the, the heavier machinery, the, the weights, the free weights, right? I literally eased myself into it one step at a time. And interestingly enough, I have clients who express that fear and anxiety to me when they first start working with me. And they're like, coach, I'm so afraid to go into the gym because I don't know what to do. I'm intimidated. All these dudes being there. And then I tell them, listen. If it's your desire to work out in the gym, I will build your workout program in a way that's going to have you slowly easing into things. So with them, I'll start off with the most basic equipment. I'll start off with the cardio equipment because it's the simplest one. And it's usually the one that's occupied primarily by women. And then I start to slowly incorporate one weight machine at a time and stick with the simpler moves and the simpler exercises before I gradually make it more complex and complicated. And the same with ultimately starting to incorporate cable, the cable rope machine or the lat pull-down machines, for example, or starting to incorporate like bench work and the free weights, like the plates, the barbells, even the Smith machine is a little bit more complex and the dumbbell, dumbbell, kettlebell, all that stuff. So I just gently progress them over time And I pace myself looking at how comfortable are they becoming, right? So that's strategy number three. Strategy number four, which I absolutely love, is make sure that you're wearing clothes that you really like. Make sure that you're wearing specifically designated workout outfits, specific active wear that you feel really comfy in. I understand that if you're overweight, if you're not happy with your shape, if you're not happy with your body right now, if you hate your butt or you, you know, you hate your gut, like literally, um, or your arms are like flabby or whatever, that you're not feeling your sexiest and your most confident as it is. I understand that. But 
there are very cute workout clothes out here. And you can find clothes that are going to accentuate the things that you do like about yourself. Or it's the colors that you really love. Because if you're wearing outfits of your favorite color to the gym, that is going to make you feel better instantly because it's your favorite color. Um, Another thing for me is, for example, along the lines of clothes that I like and feel comfy in is wearing the right type of sneakers. So y'all know my brand is pink and everything is pink and I love pink, right? That's my favorite color. My nails are always pink. If you haven't noticed that, if you don't follow me on social media, you should follow me just to see how much I love pink. But that's one thing I'm going to be big about. And I'm always like picky about is I'm going to spend some significant amounts of money on not only the right type of shoe, the right type of sneakers for my feet, for my arch, all of that, but them motherfuckers going to be the cutest ever. And they need to be pink because that motivates the fuck out of me because now I feel real good in them. Like physically, I feel good. But then like mentally, emotionally, confidence wise, I'm like, damn, my shoes are fly. Okay. I can be seen by the public in these shoes. So find clothes that you really like, favorite colors, favorite type of outfits, right? Find clothes, wear gym clothes that you feel really comfy in. That's a game changer. Make the shit cute. Don't be like walking around in like the oversized fucking hoodie that you can't stand, right? The leggings that, get, that have holes in them and that are like so loose and wrinkly because you've been wearing them, excuse me, over and over again and they're really not, you should, really should throw them away altogether. Like that's not cute. That's not appealing. That's not going to motivate you to go in there and actually feel somewhat confident and overcome your fears and anxiety. So that's strategy number four. Strategy number five. Oh my God. Noise canceling headphones. Wear noise canceling headphones at the motherfucking gym. You can even put them on as you're walking in. You don't have to wait until you get on the floor or get on the equipment or whatever. Man, walk into the gym with them suckers because you know what? You're going to hear nothing but your favorite music or your favorite podcast. Oh, that, here's an idea. I should have added this. This should have been strategy number nine. Listen to this episode with, within your noise-canceling headphones as you walk into the gym. And you're going to be making your gym your bitch for sure. You're going to have my voice like playing. I should have added that. But we're noise-canceling headphones. Why? Because you don't hear shit that's happening around you. And it allows you to literally zone out. You can't really be panicked. You can't really be fearful, stressed out, anxious. When you are, when, when it's like literally your favorite music or your favorite podcast episode or your favorite show, whatever it is, because your attention is automatically going to be on what it is that you're directly hearing, right? In those ears, on both sides at the same time. And, you know, if it's noise canceling, there's going to be no distraction. The only distraction, potential distraction is what it is that you're seeing or where are you looking? Who are you looking at? But other than that, in terms of what you're hearing, you're going to be zoned out. You're going to be in your own world. Listen, do not minimize tip number five. Do not minimize tip number five. I'm telling you this from personal experience. I used to minimize the fuck out of that. Before COVID, I would go into the gym, no headphones, no music, no nothing. I mean, I was savage. The gym was definitely my bitch. But coming out of COVID, these last six months or whatever, I realized, hey, I need a little extra. I need a little boost or something. And it happened. It just so happens that my brother gifted me these uh, nice uh, Beats noise canceling headphones. They're my favorite color. They're pink. All that good shit, right? They're great quality. And so, as I decided, I'm gonna get back into the gym and try this out. I put them, them, those headphones on, 
And instantly I was like, oh, wow. Wow, this is a whole mood right here. Total change of atmosphere, change of perspective and attitude. My energy changed. Everything changed for better. And so that is, that right there, do not minimize that. Because tip number five is going to change the game for you. I promise you. Zone the fuck out. Listen to your favorite music, your favorite comedian, your favorite podcast, your favorite show, whatever it is that you need to listen to. It's going to calm your nerves. It's going to change your energy dramatically. It's going to give you the confidence and the extra boost that you need in order to get into that gym and not go into full panic mode. That's tip number five. Tip number six, before you leave, before you go into the gym, close your eyes and visualize yourself completing a bomb-ass workout and having a phenomenal experience, a phenomenal time nailing the fuck out of this bomb-ass workout routine. And literally, you close your eyes and you visualize the space. So, you know, if if, if you just joined this gym, then, you know, Maybe look up some pictures or something like that if you're not familiar with the space. If you haven't joined the gym yet, pick the gym that you would like to go to. Go on a tour, pick the gym. Memorize what that gym looks like. Take pictures, whatever you need to do. Go home, close your eyes, visualize yourself, like put yourself in that gym, completing, nailing, mastering a bomb-ass workout. Feel it. Be in the moment. Breathe it. All of it. Right. Like literally close your eyes. I'm closing my eyes right now. Obviously, you can't see me, but I'm closing my eyes. And as I did that and as I said the gym, I literally see myself right now walking into the gym. I'm walking past the front desk. I'm saying hi to the people that are at the front desk. I'm walking through the glass doors on my left side here. I'm entering the the floor and here first row on the right. What do I see? Oh, here goes the treadmill. All right. So I'm getting on the treadmill first. Like I'm seeing myself right now. I'm getting on the treadmill. I'm putting this bad boy on. Let's start with, with 3.5, right? I'm at 3.5, minding my business. I got my headphones on. Oh, I'm feeling good. Oh, I'm looking cute. Shit. I like it. All right, I like this vibe. And you just keep going. Feel it. Feel it. Every detail, all of it. That's Strategy number six, visualize yourself completing a bomb-ass workout inside of whatever that gym is. Whatever gym you're trying to go to, whatever gym is scaring you, whatever it is. Strategy number seven, go into the gym. Always go into the gym armed with a game plan. I think that one of the biggest downfalls for a lot of women who are afraid and fearful and intimidated of working out in the gym is because you know you're going to go there clueless. Well, I mean, that's going to raise your anxiety in itself. You go to a place and you know that you're going to be like lost, looking lost in the sauce, don't know what to do, don't know where to go. You haven't determined beforehand what the fuck exactly am I going to be doing for how long, how many reps, blah, 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 before I get in there. Arm yourself with a game plan way before you get in there. So download an app, hire me as your coach. Yes, shameless plug. Hire me as your coach because I will be designing your workout programs for you so you will have the game plan and feel super confident going in there. Yes, hire me. Hire another coach. Get yourself a personal trainer. Um, print, out, print out a generic, a random 
workout, a HIIT workout, um, a treadmill interval workout, a machine workout. You can do like a, a pull day or a push day and type in there pull day machines, push day machines, right? Snap a picture, take a screenshot, right? Go into the gym with that so that you know exactly, hey, step one, I get on the treadmill for eight minutes at 3.5. The second half, I increase it to 4.5. Boom, I get off, I stretch a little bit. Then I'm moving on to the Stairmaster. I'm getting on the Stairmaster for four minutes just because I got to really get my legs going. All right, after that, it's push day. So next, I'm going to go hit the leg press machine. I watched a video at home of how to properly operate the leg press machine because that goes hand in hand with the game plan. Educate yourself. I watched the video. I know how to operate the leg press at Planet Fitness. I'm good to go. How many reps will I be doing? I will be doing 12 reps on the leg machine, uh, the leg press machine, and I will be doing four sets of them. Wonderful. Now you're feeling a whole lot more clear, a lot more confident. You are, this is really alleviating the stress, the anxiety, and the pressure. It's taking it off of you because you know exactly what you're going to be doing to the T. I'm talking about from the first exercise to the last stretch. You got to know everything and everything in between. That's strategy number seven. Arm yourself with the game plan. Know every step of the way what you're going to go in there and do. Even if it's just, I'm getting on the treadmill for 10 minutes. If you're just getting on the elliptical for 15 minutes, that's cool, but know that. Don't try to figure it out when you walked in there because that in itself intensifies your anxiety, your fear, and the intimidation factor. Go in there pretending and acting like you know what you came for. If you want to make the gym your bitch, you got to go in there and act like you know. I'm going in there and I know exactly what I'm about to do. The times in these last six months where I made the mistake my damn self to go into the gym and be like, oh, let me just test this out were the worst times for me, anxiety and intimidation level-wise. Because I went in there like, uh, I'm looking to my right, I'm looking to my left. Um, People, oh my God, people looking at me, shit. And then it started with the internal dialogue. Why am I so afraid? Why am I, why am I worried about it? Come on, I know how to work out. I know every machine in here. Why am I tripping? What's going on? All of that made it worse. Turn around, left. It worked a lot better for me when I knew beforehand these are the things I'm going to be doing in there. So that's number seven. And along with go armed with a game plan and have absolute clarity on what you're going to do, make sure that you have educated yourself. So, hey, I watch videos on proper, proper form on the chest press machine, right? I watched how to utilize whatever elliptical type of machine. I've watched a video on this, that, and whatever. And then you go in there and you practice. Number eight. Last, but certainly not least, the last strategy that I can give you, this might be my favorite one, mind your fucking business. (laughs) Mind your fucking business. The only way that you can be in a gym and can be scared, anxious, and intimidated thinking, oh, why are they looking at me? That's because you're looking at them. Oh my God, they're judging my form. That's probably because you're judging theirs. Oh my God, they're going to say that I look like an idiot. That's probably because you've looked at people in the gym before and said they look like idiots. A lot of these fears, a lot of these invalid fears, a lot of this anxiety that we're, we're creating in ourselves, it's a mindset thing. We're doing it. Nobody else is doing it. No one ever went, was in the gym and told you, you look like an idiot. No one ever came up to you and said, 
Your form is absolutely trash. You have no business being in here. Why the fuck are you here? Cancel your membership. No one ever told you that. But a lot of these fears, they're made up in our own heads and we become our own worst enemy. But the other reason behind it is because some of those things, we have thought about those other people. When I teach my Zumba class, at the beginning of each class that I teach, I always make the announcement. I understand that people are intimidated and they are fearful because they don't know my steps. Oh, I'm going to mess up the choreography. I'm going to look like an idiot. Let me go hide in the corner back here so nobody sees me. But I always tell them the gym is a non-judgmental zone. This place is non-judgmental. Why is that? Because everybody had to start somewhere when they came in here. And in addition to that, everybody in the gym is truly minding their business. Everybody that goes to the gym has a purpose for being there. Everybody who goes there, who attends the gym, the class or whatever, it's because they have something that they feel they need to work on. That's the reality. There's literally maybe only one person out there that goes to the gym just because they're fucking bored in life and they want to be an asshole because they're miserable in their own lives. But the average human being that goes to the gym, they're going because they're self-conscious. They're going because they don't like their butts. They're going because they have all these dimples and the cellulite in their thighs and they're fucking over it. They're going because they don't want to have these uh, bat wings and they're flapping every single time that they stretch out their arms and they're so self-conscious because of that. People that are in the gym, they are fighting for their fucking lives. Whether they look like it or they don't. It's dudes in the gym that are ripped as fuck. They're still in the gym. They're still consistent. They're doing what they got to do. Why? Because they know their lives, lives depend on them. They're diabetics. They're at high risk for stroke. They have all kinds of illnesses and diseases that are not visible to the naked eye. Remember that the next time you go into the gym. Mind your fucking business. Because the truth be told, most people, 99.8% of people in the gym, they're not minding you. They're minding themselves. They're looking at themselves in the mirror to make sure that they're lifting their weights appropriately. Yes, there are guys that are going to stare at you. Correct. That is true. But let them admire. Who gives a fuck? Right? And guys are even more so impressed anyways when they see that you're not feeding into their bullshit and you still going to pick up those weights. You still go and do your squats unbothered. That impresses them even more. So aside from, yes, the dudes that are going to be in there and they're going to stare, which is a compliment because they think you look good, by the way. Otherwise, they wouldn't be staring at you. Just side note. But other than that, 90%, 98% of the people that go to the gym, they're all minding their business. They're all on their own personal mission. And for none of those people that they ever think or say, I'm, reg I'm signing up for a membership at this gym because I want to go in there and I want to judge people. I want to go in there and I want to make other people feel uncomfortable. I want to go intimidate other people. No one thinks that. So that's where you got to get into your logical reasoning part of your mind and eliminate the fears and the insecurities that you are creating for yourself because I'm telling you that nobody has ever said you do not belong in this gym. No one has ever said you don't know how to do squats correctly. You need to get the fuck on out of here. You embarrassing all of us. Go home. No one says those things. No one's ever going to walk up to you and make you feel like you don't belong there. Mind your fucking business. Go into the gym, put your damn canceling headphones on, wear your nice cute clothes, feel comfy, have your nice sneakers that make you happy in life. Have a game plan. Be armed with a game plan and do your homework. Educate yourself. 
accept and understand that it's okay for you to start off slowly just so you can get acquainted and, and accommodate it and feel good up in you. And on top of that, grab a friend so that you don't have to face this alone and go at the most dead ass times or dead ass days. Go back to the beginning of this episode because that was point number one. And I literally went through all the days, the times that are going to be the off peak hours and off peak yeah, days, right? And make sure to visualize yourself completing a bomb-ass workout before you go in there. So that's it, ladies. I hope that this episode changes the motherfucking game for you. I want to hear you send me messages, send me voice notes on Instagram, on TikTok, on Facebook, and tell me that you went and made the gym your bitch. You six months in and you made the gym your bitch. And actually... It don't have to take six months. It took me six months. I wasn't really consistent with the attempts. But you can do that in like three weeks. Hey, week three, you're going to be like, damn, I'm so glad I listened to Coach Anna because that podcast episode was the bomb. A reminder, get inside of my free weight loss community on Facebook. The name of our community, the name of the group is the Women Winning at Weight Loss, which is the exact same name as this podcast. Continue to leave five-star ratings, leave me reviews so the podcast can continue to grow, share it with your family members, your friends, your coworkers, your enemies, your frenemies, your church people, uh, the people that you see at the register as you're checking out, getting your groceries at Walmart, wherever, whomever, share it. On that note, continue to spread love and positivity to those around you. Keep a smile on your face always. And remember above all that you, my lady, deserve to live in the body of your dreams. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Women Winning at Weight Loss podcast. If you found today's episode valuable, make sure to share it with other women in your life and head over to Facebook to join the Women Winning at Weight Loss community. We'll see you there.